All right. Good evening, fuckers. We're live. <laughs> We're here. We're in action. Yes, after, we are. After week one of the NFL season. In the books. It's in the books. Um, a couple books. surprises. But before we get into that, hit that subscribe Definitely. button. Hit the like button. Tell us you hate us. Tell us you love us. We don't care. Talk to us. We get a little bit lonely somebody, out here on the interwebs. Somebody talk to us, please. It's just us two in these random boxes just floating yeah. out here. We're out in the middle of nowhere. We need help. Um, if you're listening to us on Spotify, we appreciate it. Spotify numbers are through the roof. The roof. For reals. Keep up the support. Um, week one in the books. Um, before we get into it, let me ask you this. What was your biggest surprise game of the weekend? I feel like it's going to be this. I would feel like this might be a little bit unanimous, but I think that Packers game was probably the biggest surprise. Packers I was getting a destroyed by the Saints. Yes, I was surprised by last night's result. Absolutely. I didn't necessarily think the Raiders would even put up that kind of a fight. And I was surprised they won in overtime. But the way the Packers got destroyed by the Saints, I think just for me, that's my biggest surprise this week. I think that shows. I was telling uh, I was telling Joe also yesterday we were talking about him, and I told him, I was like, I think that bodes very bad for the Packers for the season. I don't think it's going to last all season, but I am i don't know if they're going to be the best team in that division. I don't know. It's some serious, like, it's just they play like ass. I mean, like, it was really surprising. They did. I, I could see them pull it out, but I'm, I'm seriously thinking maybe, like, just above 500 ball club might miss the playoffs or something. I don't know. Right. Unless they turn this around, they now can. I think they you're got overreacting. The well, I'm not saying they're going to be like super shit. I'm just saying like, if you super think shit, about wild card spots, like if you think about it, I don't know if they'll take the division. They could, they are still one of the better teams in that division for sure. Them. And I would say maybe the Vikings really have the personnel to make it to the playoffs or win that division at least. But if they don't take that top spot, I think they're going to lose out on the two wildcard spots because you look at the NFC West with the Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Those are definitely three playoff contenders, you know? So I, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't, I'm, I get what you're saying. I'm overreacting, but I'm not saying they're going to be like dog shit. I'm just saying, like, you know, I think it could come down to maybe like some of these rough starts here. They might just miss it by that much and not make the playoffs. I could be totally wrong. I'm just saying that's what, you know. I, I It'll be interesting it. to see how it turns around. Like I said, I think they do have the personnel to do it, though. I mean, they everybody's extremely talented on that team. They got very talented pieces, so. I agree. Well, when Rodgers throws for five touchdowns next week, everyone will be back on their horse. Hey. Uh, but they played like shit. There's no doubt about it. They did. Um, I think the Rodgers offseason thing was definitely a factor. Not knowing yeah. if he was going to retire, who if he was going to play, blah blah blah. Definitely I think it was is. definitely a factor. Um, yeah. But give credit to the Saints. I mean, they came out. Winston played efficient. I mean, have you ever seen a guy throw for five touchdowns and not two hundred yards? That no. ever happened? I don't think I have. Like that—that that was some old school <laughs> football. Like yeah. Um. Especially because. Literally, we were just talking about, too, and Winston usually is the kind of guy that will go out and they'll just drop him back 30, 40 times and just throw the ball up. Like, Yeah, I think sitting there and watching Drew Brees just play efficient and Sean Payton coaching him up, I think maybe you're going to see a little bit more of a contain Winston. They'll, they'll, t- they'll still take his shots down the field, absolutely. He did in this game. Yeah. Um, 
but you might see a little more efficient throwing, a little more checkdowns than we're used to seeing mm-hmm. out of Winston instead of forcing the ball. Um, yeah, he definitely has the personnel too around him. Not that he didn't in Tampa Bay, but still, like he's got that. And like you said, with Peyton, Sean Payton's a good coach. I could definitely see him system work for Winston and making Winston a little bit better of a passer than maybe he's been in the past. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, dude, my biggest surprise was the Cardinals. And I love the really? Cardinals. They fucking destroyed Tennessee. Destroyed they did them. Destroy them. It wasn't even close, dude. Tennessee was talked no. about as like a top four team in the AFC. At home, Cardinals traveling across the country and just completely dismantled Tennessee. I know Tennessee's yeah. de- defense is a little rough. Their offense, I mean, Derrick Henry didn't do shit. Julio Jones was the non-factor. A.J. Brown yeah. had some catches late. I mean, fucking, uh, what's his name? Chandler Jones had like fucking five sacks in this game. Yeah. We- week one, five sacks. I mean, Kyler played out of his mind. That's not surprising at all. No. Um. Him, Hopkins went off. That wasn't, you know, it was a surprise. Yeah, it's, it's just the way Tennessee just kind of like just laid down and got beat. Like, <laughs> yeah. At home. That was surprising to me. Um, I that's I did pick the Cardinals to win that, but I really I did not expect a blowout though either. I thought yeah. Titans would put up a would put up a fight, especially for a team that they're already pegged to go to the playoffs, like right. and make a right. deep run. Like they did come out and played like just ass. Yeah. Um, and they never got Derrick Henry going. It was exactly what Joe said in our podcast. If the Cardinals get out early, Derrick Henry might become a non-factor. He absolutely was a non-factor. Mm-hmm. Um. What was your, uh, like, you for sure thought was going to happen, and then it happened, game? Hmm. The Rams game. Yeah, I'd have to say the Rams game. I was so I was so excited for that. You know, yeah. I mean, we talked about it. I've been, I've been Stafford to Cup. I've been waiting to see. I've been on an all off season. I loved when he got traded there and everything. Like, I've been so pumped to see that and to watch it come to fruition. Yeah. And what was great is I was kind of high on David Montgomery, too, this past offseason, really liked him. He came out and didn't disappoint at all against the best, second-best run defense behind the Buccaneers. But still, I mean, yeah, top-level defense. He came out, and he looked good on almost every run. He's all they had on offense. mm -hmm. He's all they had on offense. Um, Other than, like, the three plays they brought out Justin Fields, he actually got something done in those plays, but they're still riding Andy Dalton. Hopefully they are through week three because the Browns play the Bears week three. Um, I'd rather see yeah, them with Dalton with behind center. Absolutely. Um, but but yeah. yeah, that game was, oh, that was the best. And, and you know, the Bears don't have a terrible defense, but Stafford, I mean, he was just fucking torching them. Absolutely yeah. torching them. It's so nice to see a good quarterback who, outside of Megatron and Kenny Galladay, his rookie year, really hasn't had those high-end receivers, and now he's got Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. And me and you are both on the side that Cooper Cup is a better wide receiver, and it's going to show out this year. I think Um, so. Yeah, that was an exciting game. Woods is solid. I'm not going to knock him, but I just think Cup is – I think, yeah, he's going to be a monster. Yeah. God, yeah, that game was – it was was getting me hype watching it. Yeah, yeah. Especially the cup touchdowns. We were jumping off off the couch. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was yeah, it was a fun time watching that game. Well trying not to wake up my little nephew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um <clears throat> all right. Let's get into 
we had a couple questions going into week one. All right. These are just some questions that I felt we had going into week one. I'll start off with the first one. All right, let's um, hear it. Because I feel like me and you were on this train, and I know a couple other uh, fantasy football content creators on YouTube were as well. Um, but Kyler Murray being the QB one, um, he looks like he could be every bit of that. Yes. Um, he had that game. He had he was twenty one of thirty two for two eighty six and four touchdowns through the air. Only rushed four five times, twenty yards and a touchdown. That's like that's like a perfect, almost a perfect game for him. He's yeah. not he's not running it too much. He you know, but he he was an efficient running, obviously. Um, yeah. You know he's got the touchdown, but the two eighty six through the air with the four touchdowns. I mean, he was just shredding. Yeah, shredding. Tennessee. I think that's I think that's the thing you get with with uh, Murray too is the smart running. He's yeah. not an, always looking to just drop back and run every time there's nothing. He will try to make things happen, and then it will be the smart, efficient runs like that. Like you said, five for 20, still four yards of carry, and then he got a rushing touchdown too, so it's... <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think, too, his rushing touchdown was his longest run, which was eight yards. Um, but irregardless, I mean, he, his upside is just through the freaking roof, man. Yeah. I mean, he is... I know. Lamar gets all the hype for being a running quarterback. Lamar ain't got Kyler's arm. Um, no, he Kyler's doesn't. got legitimate arm talent. And I think Kyler is the closest thing we've seen to Michael Vick. He might be slower than Vick, but he is just as elusive being smaller. Vick was a little bit bigger, but. I would agree. Definitely the closest thing we've seen since Vick. There's yeah. been nobody that's had that combination from Vick on. And I think definitely Kyler Murray could easily yeah. be that. Hopefully. It would be cool to see Kyler Murray if he was left-handed, but yeah, because there really hasn't been too many left-handed. No soft, so. no soft paws. No. Um. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't start a dog fighting ring. He'll be fine. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, um. Uh. The next biggest question we had, and I think it was answered, and I think this is going to be rough for people who drafted this guy in the first round, but Saquon Barkley. Uh, we heard a lot about his usage being limited in games and his stats. I'm telling you right now, just. I don't know if we're going to get this all year, but it's going to be probably a few weeks before they really let him go. In fact, he was limited in practice today on top of everything. Um, he only rushed the ball 10 times for 26 yards. That's a 2.6 yards per carry. Terrible. Granted, yeah. he was going up against Denver. Very good defense. Um, but And he had one reception for one yard on three targets. Yeah. That's, that's just not injuries. what you drafted that guy to do. You probably drafted him in the first or second round and you were probably massively disappointed because you hit, yeah. you were going to start him week one. You just were. When you're paying that kind of price, you, you have to, and I, <laughs> it would have been tough to sit him too. So I can understand the predicament that owners would have been in, but that is also why myself, I tried to stay clear away from the situation. Yeah. I know he was off I, both even, of our boards. Even taking, like, it is high risk, high reward, because I think at some point maybe Barkley will be back, but, like, that high of where you would have had to have taken him, you would have had to have made sure you damn well hit on every pick after that to buoy you through those first couple weeks or however long it ends up taking him to get back, because it could be something that hopefully it doesn't, but it could linger longer into the season than they want. You know, there could right. be setbacks and shit like exactly. that. Exactly, so, exactly. Uh, like I said, already limited today in practice. Yeah. Um, 
so that that could be rough right there um i mean we have a mutual friend in a who's in a work league uh with some work buddies who drafted ezekiel elliott and saquon uh, with his first two picks and he had a rough weekend i'm sure i i'm sure there's no oh, yeah. chance he won um still feel more confident about zeke going forward though yeah oh 100 100 100 which um, i think i said some we can address too i wouldn't if i know we talked about you know him being a solo candidate if you could snake him from somebody but if you are a zeke owner i say stay the course Hold yeah if steady. you own zeke i wouldn't i wouldn't sell low but i would try to buy low for sure yeah if you can for sure it was, just, it was a game script we knew it was gonna happen you Derek, knew it was gonna happen Derek henry too you might get someone to panic on it you know um true uh the the other big question and this was a huge question this was a legitimate question just across football was joe burrow's health um coming off an acl and mcl injury um went through today i watched every play um of his um he was sacked a total of five times in this game and he was hit seven times so the line not much better not much better than last year, right? <laughs> Your star quarterback is yeah. coming off of an injury like that. And he's already getting hit out the gate. Right. That's not, not good. Not to mention, he he had two QB sneaks. Okay. Um. So he he did get why? hit in this game. Uh, why? <laughs> right. They they must feel he's healthy. And I mean, honestly, the way he played, it looks like it. I mean, um, I, I'm not saying like. It's like completely terrible. It's just like even if he is healthy, I just feel like you know the first game of the season. It's not I something agree. you really want to mix in. Like I agree. Um, but his week one stats: he was twenty of twenty-seven, so only seven incompletions. Fucking incredible. Two hundred and sixty-one yards and two touchdowns. Um, really good game coming out mm-hmm. of the gate off that injury, and he had some absolute dimes in this game, man. Um. He had some throws with anticipation. Um, he, the last throw to set up the game-winning field goal to, uh, what was his fucking name? Their other tight end, Hushma or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, I forget his name, but it's something Uzma, fucking crazy. Uzmode, Uzmade or something. Something crazy. Uzma, yeah. um, <laughs> but that was a play he audibled at the line of scrimmage. It was a designed run. He audibled it uh, because he saw that they had no coverage over the middle of the field tight end goes down the seam and he threw the tight end open i mean it was either the tight end was catching it or it was just being overthrown um it was a beautiful ball so i i mean i'm i'm biased towards joey b but i mean 20 at 27 is hard to argue with he took some he took some shots there were some plays where he spun away from guys um or those sack numbers might be a little higher um didn't look like he was mentally you know, it looked like he was mentally past the injury. There's a lot of reports preseason, you know, that, oh, it looks like he's favoring his knee. You know, it's it doesn't that, look the same. Yeah, that but is it, the toughest part of those injuries, too, coming back from. I agree. Um, And it, it, he looked every bit of, like, he wasn't worried about it, and he just wanted to get the job done. Uh, so if you drafted Joey B, I think, I think you're feeling all right right now. Obviously, yeah. anything could fucking happen, but mentally it looks like he's past the injury. <clears throat> Yep. Um, and if you got Kyler Murray and Joey B on the same team, yeah, you're feeling real good. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. Let's let's just stick with this teammate because this was a huge talk preseason. Jamar Chase, can he catch a football? Yeah. Get a little bit of the yips, something. 
did not that's show all it was, up week was one. Just a little bit too. Yeah, did not show up week one. Um, he had five receptions, and I think he had six targets. I didn't write it down. It was six or seven targets. Yeah. That's I got his stats pulled up here. I was yeah. like, I wonder if we're going to here next because yeah, it's, it, was, um, it was a good day. Yeah, five receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. <clears throat> um, just yeah, it's just. I mean, what more could you ask for out of a rookie? Is game one versus Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, they got solid secondary. Um, he absolutely torched. I'm not sure which DB it was, but he torched him on a 50 yard touchdown. Um, had a lot of nice routes. There was a route where he had a corner. It looked like he like broke his ankles and it was just a route. He didn't have the ball or anything yet. He was just running his route. Chris breaks. I mean, it might've been a stupid pick, but this offense could look really scary. (laughs) This offense really could look really scary. And this is a team me and you have both been on. They're like a year or two away from being like real legitimate contenders. They need to yeah. work on that defense and that offensive line. Absolutely. But their skill position players are as good as anybody in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jamar Chase, if he could keep keep this pace up, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, that's just a good wide receiving core as most teams in the league. Honestly, yeah. Uh, Mixon, if he can stay healthy, he showed, I mean, he, he can be a workhorse, man. Um, tying Christian McCaffrey in fantasy points in our league. Shout out to Kevin. Still didn't help him beat me, but, um, he was on that prediction though. He was, I'll he was on that. that prediction. Um, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire was outscored by Kareem Hunt though. Just saying, <clears throat> um, but yeah, this team could be scary, man. They're going to beat some teams that and where people are going to look at it and go, damn, the Bengals won that game? Yeah. I mean, they were in a lot of games last year, even though they sucked. They sucked record-wise, but they were in a lot of fucking games, man. Um, So I think there'll be a fun offense to watch. I think if you have shares of that offense, you're not going to be disappointed. Maybe Tyler no. Boyd, because his Jamar Chase definitely affected his production. But you drafted Tyler Boyd <laughs> so late where he's hopefully your wide receiver yeah. four or five. He's, and he's one of those guys that's nice to have just a piece of that offense. Yeah. Because he's a good plug and play at some point in the season. Yeah. He'll have that good, uh, good matchup. Absolutely. Um, another guy I just want to talk about because I kind of called this. It's only been one week. Uh, but Corey Davis of the Jets, legitimate wide receiver one, man. Um, he also had seven targets. He had five receptions, 97 yards, and two touchdowns. He was clearly Zach Wilson's favorite target. He's clearly the best wide receiver on that team. Um, I mean, this is a guy who was drafted in the first round by Tennessee. Obviously, they're going to give up on him to bring in Julio Jones. Um, Now that he doesn't have A.J. Brown across from him, even though he did last year, Corey Davis had a solid season. It was just massively overshadowed by A.J. Brown. They Derrick um, Henry rushing for 2,000 yards. Yeah, and of course, you do, Henry. You do get buried a little bit there. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. I mean, that's a run-heavy offense where you're the number two receiver, you're not going to show out. You know what I mean? No. Um, New York really doesn't have a running back yet. And Zach Wilson's got a hell of an arm. He did, he did show that he, he can get rid of the ball. He could sling it. Um, they definitely need to fix that their offensive line too, because he was under duress a lot. I know we watched a little bit of that game. Um, but he, he can make, he can make all the throws on the run. They just got to get that guy some fucking time. Um, but Corey Davis looked every bit of a wide receiver one. So, and he was a guy you were getting like 10th, 11th round. 
Yeah, um, you get him late. I think he, in our league he had like twenty six fantasy points. That's that's huge, man. That's huge. Um, the last guy I got on here for question mark. It was really, it was really my bold prediction. But I know you you were on this guy too. Um, T.J. Hawkinson. I said he would yeah. be a tight end three by year end. Um, after week one, he he's sitting is. tied with <laughs> Travis for the tight end three. Um, he had ten targets, eight receptions. So right, right there, volume out the gate. The volume we talked about it. Um, <clears throat> eight receptions, ninety-seven yards, and a touchdown. I don't really know what more you could ask for. I mean, those are wide receiver numbers in your tight end spot. He he was. I I feel like he's gonna be looked back as like the Darren Waller this year, of the guy that somebody drafted in like the fifth, sixth round. And just got an absolute steal um, at the tight end position that if you want, like, the top three guys, you're usually drafting them within the first three rounds. Yeah. And this guy, I I truly think he's going to produce top three numbers. And he got him a few rounds later. Um, But, yeah, that's all I got for questions or more predictions that look to be coming true. Um, yeah. Anything else that you could think of that maybe was a question mark? The only other thing I thought about was Stafford. He looks every bit of what we thought he would look like in L.A. I mean, yeah, honestly, there really wasn't a whole lot outside of that stuff. Like, yeah, just seeing how Burrow came back and played, seeing how Jamar Chase came out of yeah. you know a bad preseason. With the Jets there, seeing how Corey Davis was fitting in if he was a number one. Um, I mean... Yeah, there really isn't much else. I'm I'm just scrolling through my sheet here, just like the games and stuff. And I will say it was surprising Texas beat the Jaguars. I thought that was interesting. I don't know what happened in that game, but it doesn't bode well for Urban. A lot of rumors now that he he wants to go to USC now already. Already? I don't know how true that is, but that just seems like a toxic-ass fucking thing, man. If it's either not true or it's just rumors, either way, it's toxic. Oh yeah, that's something that definitely is not going to be good for like the organization and yeah, the morale relationships. Yeah, relationships for sure. That it just there was a game that I thought like you couldn't have it, you couldn't have an easier opponent. Your first actual NFL game. Yeah. I know he's legendary college coach and all that stuff, but still, you know, NFL still a different level. And I think Urban could handle it. Still, it's one game, but just they looked like shit. I don't yeah, know. it was ugly. It was bad. It was ugly. Um, all right. Now I got eight guys target on your waiver wire. Week one, a few hours away. If you're watching this before bed, put in those waivers. <clears throat> you ready for this? This first one is it. something I never thought I'd say. Mark Ingram. Yeah. Um, he's probably on your waiver wire. The man got over 20 carries in the first game. Um, which is actually like that's the real reason I have him on this list. Yes, he had a touchdown. Yeah. 85 yards is okay, but he had 20, 20 rushing attempts in a backfield mm-hmm. where he really wasn't brought up at all in the preseason. Not at um, all. But 20, at all. 20 attempts tells me that he's the focal point of this offense. Um, and he's the guy they trust to run the ball. Um, so I, I think Mark Ingram should be on your list if you need a running back bad. I think he's got to be on your list. 
Um, yeah, you're definitely putting some uh, money down on him. Yeah. If you're doing the free agent budget, which is the way to go, the optimum best way to go yeah. about free agent waiver. I agree. Wire. I agree. Um, if you're playing that waiver wire bullshit, you're you're doing it wrong. You're getting screwed. Yeah. Um, another guy I have on here, another running back, uh, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, the yeah. Philadelphia Eagles backup, <laughs> only had nine carries, but a lot of them were inside the red zone. Uh, 37 yards, and he had a touchdown. Um, he was the clear-cut number two guy in in their offense. Um, Miles Sanders does have a little bit of an injury history, so Ooh. having him for the long game, not a bad play. He's one injury away from probably being the guy there, and he didn't look bad in his nine carries. Just um, like I'm sure the next guy you got on your list was one injury away from starting was Eli Mitchell. Over yep. poster getting hurt. We everybody knew he's injury prone. He's played I don't even know, never played a full season. He went out first game and that that Eli Mitchell just Yeah, he took it know, and ran with it. He had 19, 19 carries for 104 yards and a touchdown. Um he was clearly the number one after he got injured. It was weird. Trey Sermon was a healthy scratch. Uh, I was reading today yeah. that for some reason, Shanahan didn't think he was one of the top three backs on the team, so that's why he was a healthy scratch, which I find interesting. I still think Sermon's the the, the guy you want. Um, maybe with this Elijah uh, Mitchell hype, you try to trade for Sermon. If someone drafted him, um, they might panic and think like, oh, Sermon ain't going to be shit in this. He's still not the number yeah. one guy. I still think you want Sermon. I could be totally wrong. But I'm riding with Sermon. If you have a fantasy free agent like uh, budget, I wouldn't bet the farm on Mitchell unless you're absolutely desperate. Yeah, um, I, I, I I agree. I think it is going to be Sermon by season's end. But I think this will be something of a committee in yeah. these next couple weeks or so till somebody maybe comes out as a clear cut. Plus, I mean Shanahan it kind of runs that. They have that committee, you know. Um, who is it he had with the Falcons and uh, Tevin Coleman there? Tevin um, Coleman and Devontae oh, Freeman. Devontae Freeman, yeah. Your boy, dude. Like he, yeah, I know. I forgot. I'm sitting there thinking, like, <laughs> struggling. I did him a disservice. But, you know, so he's he's always ran that kind of, like, committee backfield. Yeah. So I do think that, yeah, that's what it's going to be for a little bit. I don't think you give up on Sermon, but Mitchell is a good pickup at the same time and just kind of see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, I got another guy on here basically just because of an injury. Um, Jared Judy went down with a high ankle sprain. Luckily, uh, yeah. his stuff was negative. Um, but Tim Patrick's a name maybe to look at. Maybe you don't want to pick him up this week. Maybe you just keep an eye on him next week and see what he does. He had four ca- He caught all four targets uh, for 39 yards and a touchdown in the game last week. Um, he's, an interesting, he's an interesting one. He could be like a pickup and maybe he has a huge game and that now he's valuable and you're not fighting people to pick him up yeah um another guy like that i can see and i know you drafted him uh so won't be able to pick him up in our league uh terrence marshall jr yeah only saw the field on like 20 percent of plays i think it was like 22 percent of the plays still had six targets at three receptions for 60 26 yards but I think he's definitely a long play. I mean, when you're only on the field for a limited amount of plays, but you're carrying six targets, uh, that shows me that you're getting open. You're taking advantage of, you know, your opportunity on the field. 
So I think he's another one, like a long play. You kind of stash that guy, and you're excited yeah. you have him for your playoff he runs. Was, he literally played, yeah, 53.1% of the snaps. Yeah. On offense um, there. So I I think he's a long, long play for sure. Um, just like, I mean, you drafted him late at that point, late in the draft. Yeah. You're drafting guys you hope hope hit. Um, Another guy who I think kind of surprised some people um, with his usage, but Zach Pascal uh, from the Indianapolis Colts. He had four receptions for thir- 43 yards and two touchdowns. Obviously, he's not going to catch two touchdowns every week, um, but he played on some like ridiculous, like almost 100% of their snaps. He was out on the field. Him and, him and Pittman were on the field for a massive majority of their plays. Um, so, and he... Oh, yeah. 90.8% of the snaps. Yeah. It's like... I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, he was basically out there the whole game. Yeah, 69 um, total snaps he played. Right. And, I mean, just basically 100% of your snaps because you got to consider the extra points, the field goal attempts, all that yeah. bullshit. Um, so, I mean, he, I mean, he, he's out on the field. If he's on your waiver wire, he's worth a pickup. Um, then I got my sneaky pickup. We talked about this beforehand. If you're really desperate for a tight end, I'm probably going to do it in our league. David and Joku of the Cleveland Browns. Um, yeah. I don't have his yardage because I wrote it late. I wasn't going to put this on here because I didn't want to seem like a homer. But I, I um, it up right now, he was three for 76 with five targets. Yeah, three for 76 with five targets. He is a down-the-field threat type tight end. For sure. Um, he's a guy that I feel like everybody's forgotten. But when he was drafted, didn't you feel like he had like, Kyle Pitts hype. He he's not as tall as yeah. Kyle Pitts, but he was like everyone was like, this guy is so athletic. He's got a Hall of Fame body, and yeah, it seems like Stefanski's kind of put him in these roles where he's like getting open down the seam for chunk plays. Um, there was a play that Baker missed him on. He would have had four catches and twenty more yards. Um, Baker just flat out just short armed the throw. That was um, unfortunate timing for that too. Right, which would have given him like four catches for 90. And I mean, that's, I mean, what else can you ask for? And he's he's technically the tight end two there, but when it comes to receiving, he's the tight end one. Oh, There's yeah, absolutely no, no doubt in that. He's definitely a better receiving tight end than Austin Hooper is yeah. for sure. They didn't give Hooper all that money and overpay him for his receiving skills. No, it was, it was his blocking. Everything else he, yeah. he, fit, he fits the team and the scheme for sure. Yeah. Um, so David Njoku's a sneaky pickup if you're looking for either a backup tight end or if you're like me and you had Mike Gesicki start and do absolutely fucking nothing. Just poop on your chest. Um, I, I think picking him up, he's probably on your waiver wire and, and starting him versus a Houston team who the Browns might absolutely destroy after losing a tight game to Kansas City. They should. Um, so that's that. And then my number one pickup right now I think should be the number one guy targeted on everybody's waiver list. Christian Kirk. Yeah, um, absolutely. If he's somehow available in your league, you need to snatch him up. Yeah, absolutely. You need to snap him up. Um, in our league, he's not because my fiance is obsessed with the Cardinals and uh, she drafted him. But <clears throat> anyways, I, I'm not sure how many targets Christian Kirk had. Uh, you can look that up for me. But he had five receptions, 70 yards, and two touchdowns. And I will tell you this, the second touchdown he caught was, I mean, if I if he took the number 
and the and you threw dreads on him, you would have thought it was DeAndre the way he he adjusted to this ball and caught this back shoulder touchdown. It was absolutely beautiful. Toe tapped in the end zone. Um, he's made he made some plays last year. I know. I remember Joe picked him up last year and was like, "Dude, this guy is like every other game. He's just popping off." Yeah. Um, I think he's serious wide receiver depth for you if you need for it, sure. and maybe some spot starts against some good matchups. Five targets total. Five, so he's yeah, extremely efficient. He five for every five target. Yards. Yep. Um, I know there's a lot of hype on uh, Randall Moore there, and Yes, Moore might be another one of those long, <clears throat> long play guys. I just see Christian Kirk is a clear cut number three guy there. Um, so I, I, I would want Christian Kirk. Obviously, if if DeAndre Hopkins is obviously the number one guy there, I would rather have Christian Kirk right now than AJ Green. That's just how I feel about it. Oh yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. And that's all I got for waiver wire pickups. I don't know if you got anybody that I missed or. No, it's it's week one. I think it's kind of you know everybody kind of knows at the moment. Like there's really nobody different I would have had on the list, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, at least it's 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 early. I mean, I don't think there's any there's any reason to panic. I mean, I mean, if you're if you have a Derrick Henry on your team, don't panic. It's one week. No. You got um, Zeke. Calm down. We're good. Yes, you're gonna be fine. I got Zeke in a league too, so trust me, I need to be calm. I'm not trying to just. <laughs> and I was tear giving you shit Thursday night. I was giving you shit because I had Antonio hey, Brown, man, and man, did I ever nail that pick! I'll tell you what. Recap on that too. You gave me shit for that Zeke doing all that. He went out, put up that. I still scored 180 points in that league. You did, and that was with a Uke getting zero for me as well. So I'm feeling pretty good about my team in that league. That's pretty solid. When I get to have two players solid. shit the bed in a week and but, still put up 180. It's just, it's just one week. It is. It works, it works both okay. ways. It works both get ways. a little hype, dude. Hey, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> um, I have every reason to be excited, just like my fiance has every reason to be excited about putting up 195 in her. Was it Was it 195? I think it was 195. It was right about there, yeah. Somewhere. It was something fucking ridiculous. She would have beaten every team in the league. There was a, another team in our league that put up 190. I think they put up like 191. And they would have lost there. I mean, could you imagine if they went at it? Those are tough weeks. Whew. Those are tough weeks. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, she beat Joe. And Joe put up like almost 170 and lost yeah. by 20-something. It's like, what are, what are you supposed to do? Can't do <laughs> There's anything. There's nothing you could do but sit there and go, I, I'm going to lose this week. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it was a fun week one, man. It's fun to have football back. It's fun to be talking fantasy football. So nice. Um, And not preseason. And, oh, is you know, what's this guy's target share? What's, you know, how many plays is this guy going to be on the field for? It's fun yep, to actually see we, football. Yep. Now we get to see everything we talked about. Everything actually happened now. Yep. Um. So good luck on your waiver wire pickups. Good luck in week two. Let us know if you're 1-0 or 0-1 or if you're panicking, if you're not panicking. Um. Ask us about a trade. If, you, if you're thinking about sending a trade offer out, throw it in the comments. We'll let you know what we think. Um, it's always good if it's a good trade or not. Yeah. Um, other than that, have a great weekend. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. We'll re we'll, yep. uh, we'll preview the Thursday night game. It's an ugly game. Giants versus Redskins. 
Um, Heineke, that, Heineke what? getting his first start. What you mean the Washington football no, team? No, I'm going to call him the Redskins, dude, because I'm a racist. <laughs> um, I'm going to continue to call him the Redskins until I die. Sorry, um, Adam gets on other podcasts demonetized with his language. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Until they have a real name, they're the Redskins. So, all right. <clears throat> Good luck. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And hey, have a great night. Peace.